What is going on, everybody? This is the Honest Texan. Welcome to the Honest Texan Podcast. Uh, hopefully, we have a great show for you today. I've uh, been gone for a little bit, but not that long. I've been battling an ear infection, which sucks incredibly. Uh, today, you know, like I said, I hope I have a good show for you today. Uh, but first, you know, go and check out the honesttexan.com website. It's up. It's running. Uh, check out the great articles that we're writing over there. Uh, also, the podcast will be linked over there as well as videos uh, and news stories. So check that out and probably probably more stuff to come. Uh, yeah, so check out the honesttexan.com. Uh, go subscribe to it. Uh, and, you know, hey, there's even a donate down there. So donate whatever you can so we can keep doing what we're doing here at the Honest Texan. Uh, thank you very much. We love you all. So today, you know, there's a few topics I want to get uh, talk about. First, I want to get on the topic of Chicago and the mayor and the violence that's been going on there for I don't know how long now, for a while, because it is deemed Chirac. And for most people that don't know, uh, the reason why Chicago was called Chirac is because at one point in time, or actually, you know, during the Iraq war, Chicago uh, racked up more killings, more deaths, than the actual war in Iraq. So there's what you get, that's what you call the uh, Iraq. So this past weekend, at least five people were killed and 47 others wounded in shootings across Chicago over the weekend, according to NBC5 Chicago. In the most recent fatal attack, a man was shot dead while driving in Humboldt Park early Sunday. The 21-year-old was driving a deep, uh, was driving a Jeep about 1:40 a.m. in the 3100 block of West Augusta Boulevard when a car pulled up next to him, and someone inside fired shots. The Chicago police said. The man was shot in the head. Police said a passenger in the Jeep drove him to, Stro- uh, to Stroger Hospital, where he was pronounced dead. Less than an hour earlier, a woman was fatally shot in Bucktown on the north side. She was riding in a vehicle about 1 a.m. in the 2100 block of North Oakley Avenue when another vehicle drove up alongside and someone inside opened fire, striking the woman. The 32-year-old was dropped off at St. Mary's and Elizabeth Medical Center where she was pronounced dead. Uh, Humboldt Park saw another fatal shooting Saturday night. About 9.15 p.m., a man and a woman were ambushed in the 3200 block of West Division Street by three gunmen who fired shots at them. The man, 24, was rushed to St. Mary's and Elizabeth Medical Center, where he was pronounced dead. The 25-year-old woman was struck in the neck and rushed to Stronger, uh, Stroger, Stroger Hospital in critical, in critical, di- yeah, in critical condition. Yeah, I remember this story. Uh, this is actually on World Star Hip Hop 2, and this is this is all over the news. Uh, three men surrounded the vehicle, drugged the man out and the woman out, and executed the man and shot the woman, and the woman did later die. Uh, to update to that story. So, I mean, yeah, that's uh, crazy stuff that's going on in Chicago. Again, 47 wounded, 5 killed over the weekend. And where is the mayor of Chicago? What is she doing about it? Let's see what Mayor Lori Lightfoot is actually doing to curb the violence in her community, in her city. Oh, wait, here she goes. Racism is declared a public health crisis in Chicago says the mayor at almost every single point in our city's history racism has taken a a devastating toll on the health and well-being of our residents of color especially those who are black mayor lori lightfoot said this is 
from the Chicago Sun-Times. <sighs> yep, she declared racism a public health crisis. So, instead of addressing the violence that's in the community, instead of trying to help those low people in low-income communities and the black people that she says she loves, she declares racism a public health crisis, but it's not racism that's killing a lot of little black folks in Chicago. It ain't. It's not racism that's doing all that. It's other black folks. It's criminals. And something's got to be done about it. Now, what is supposed to happen as a mayor, I mean, I've never been a mayor, but I'm assuming that you're supposed to curb the crime, that you're supposed to have as low as crime as you possibly can have. But apparently that's not the case for this. Because Chicago's been like this for the longest. But instead of actually trying to curb the violence, instead of actually trying to actually help the community, she's more focused on racism. Again, this is the same mayor who banned uh, white journalists so they can't, you know, this is the same mayor who banned white journalists so they can't ask her questions. Uh, that's racism. You're in a position of power and you're using that position of power based on race. Racism. Now, that's definition for racism changes apparently but you know if you're judging someone based on the content of their skin instead of their character then you're just a racist in general but yeah she's a racist I'm sorry in my opinion the Chicago mayor Lori Lightfoot is a damn racist because how are you going to discriminate against a group of journalists based on their race and promote another group of journalists based on their race you know I get that there might not be a lot of people of color or black folks or Hispanics or whatever in journalism but there really are it just might not be for that city and they might not want to work that beat but again this is what the mayor is focused on the mayor is focused on racism instead of what the actual violence actual economy actual infrastructure all of that but she's focused on that make that make sense in the words of Tommy Sotomayor make that make sense seriously because this is a damn shame you have a uh, American city I don't, I don't know what the population is exactly in Chicago but it's been going downhill for a very long time and people there you know I, I'd hope that they vote differently because they keep voting Democratic and I'm not saying that you have to vote Republican but I am saying vote for people with your best interest at heart because evidently these aldermen the mayor all of these people that you vote for are not doing a good job. They're not doing a good job at all. And the whole world sees it. The whole United States sees it. And it's not just Chicago. There's other, there's other cities such as Atlanta. Atlanta, you know, has been very good to black folks in the past, but it's also been very violent. Uh, you know, it's so bad in Atlanta that... <laughs> The city or the suburb Buckhead is threatening to uh, succeed and become its own city, which I believe it actually can. Which is, uh, you know, it's also an article that's written at thehonesttexan.com. Go check it out. But the city of Atlanta has been getting real wild. I mean, there's con there were constant videos coming out uh, during the All-Star Weekend in Atlanta for uh, the NBA where there's a lot of violence, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of a lot of BS going on. And 
you know what the Atlanta mayor is focused on instead of focusing on trying to provide or trying to better her city uh, where it counts? No, you know what she did? She signed an order to make 100 city restrooms all gender. And this is according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Uh, more than 100 publicly available single-user bathrooms in Atlanta are now required to be gender-inclusive, available to anyone regardless of gender. After Mayor Keisha Lance Bottom signed an administrative order into law Wednesday during the Pride Month, the all-gender restroom will be available across city facilities, including Hartsfield, Jackson, Atlanta International Airport, according to the mayor's office. A spokesman from the mayor's office Friday said city council does not have to vote to ratify Bottom's order. Approximately 113 restrooms will be affected by this rule, according to a copy of the order obtained by the, uh, by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. The order also requires new restroom signage wherever is necessary by June 28th, which is the 52nd anniversary of the Stonewall Uprising. Stonewall Uprising, I'm sorry. Bottoms order is the last breakthrough in efforts to make public spaces safer from people for people who face discrimination based on gender identity. Last year, a federal appeals court in Atlanta ruled transgender high school students must have access to bathrooms matching their gender identity. Well, in that case, I would think that they would have created a separate bathroom for transgender uh, people. But I guess not. I guess they're just going to make all the restrooms, public restrooms, gender neutral. Uh, but yet, there's violence going on in your city, Mayor. But yet, a city councilman was robbed by kids. Yeah, you heard me. Kids. A city council member who was in who was in favor of defunding the police, by the way, was robbed and carjacked by kids. I believe the ages were from like 9 to 12, maybe 9 to 15. But these are kids, American kids at that. And they're out doing this. See, there, that's, that's a whole other subject that I'm going to get into a little bit later. But I want to focus on what the mayor, what these mayors are doing. See, you have the mayor of Chicago focusing on racism, not focusing on the uptick in violence, not focusing on the mass shootings that go on there every single day to help the, uh, her citizens out. No, she's focusing on racism being a public health crisis. And then wants to blame the guns instead of the criminals wants to blame the guns instead of the failed policies that they have okay whatever it's 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 a gun it's a tool you can't do nothing with it unless you pick it up so now you have the mayor of atlanta signing a hundred uh signing this order to make these restrooms gender neutral instead of addressing what's going on in her city instead of addressing that uh, their suburb bucket the richest city or the richest neighborhood in their count in their uh, city is threatening to succeed and become its own city and have its own law enforcement which can really happen by the way folks see the crazy thing about it is the, the counties in oregon are trying to do the same thing to, to they're trying to succeed to idaho but they face a lot more opposition than the one than the city buckhead does in atlanta because they can actually do it they've already filed the paper they've already filed the paperwork and everything so uh, we're just gonna, we're gonna see and wait and see what happens. And if that happens, then Atlanta loses a lot of that tax dollars, a lot of those tax dollars from those rich people out there, from those rich people. And like I said, Atlanta's just getting wild, Atlanta's getting crazy. And what does the mayor do? 
no, she just signs an, uh, an order making public restrooms gender neutral because that's a priority instead of people's lives. Yeah. Okay. You know, priorities, people. Priorities. And then next we have Gavin Newsom, the, uh, in my opinion, the failed governor of California. He's done a terrible job. Hell, I think a lot of these mayors and governors in these places have done a terrible job. Uh, you know, I think is it Governor Whitmer in Michigan has done a terrible job. We're gonna get on that next. But for right now, let's go to California and let's talk about Gavin Newsom's recall. That's right, folks. It's only happened, I think this is only the second time ever in California's history where they have a, a recall for the governor. Uh, so let's get into it. This is by Newsweek. This is a story on Newsweek. California Governor Gavin Newsom odds of surviving a recall election later this year have improved recently, according to bookmakers Betfair. Uh, the odds of Newsom not being recalled have shortened from one eighth to one tenth, meaning they meaning they deem it increasingly likely Newsom will survive the vote and retain his position. I don't think so. I mean, I look. I don't. I think there's a lot of people in California that do not want him in office. Of course, there's a lot of money that wants him in office because he does their bidding. But I think as far as the people go, uh, I believe the people want his behind out because he's done a terrible job. I mean, he's done a terrible job of, of mismanaging California in general. Even the, I mean, especially the mayors and everything else, their policies are terrible. Taxes are high. Sorry for <clears throat> Taxes are high. Uh, he's not doing anything about immigration. Hell, look at the video that came out of San Francisco alone. They got they got a policy in California that, if I'm not mistaken, you will not be uh, charged a felony for stealing less than $900 of merchandise. If I'm not mistaken, look it up, folks. I'm, you know, but uh, so you it's right now. Everybody's seen the video come out of San Francisco where this guy is on a bike. <laughs> Just riding all willy-nilly, and he fills his bag up with I don't know how uh, many products, but a bunch of products, and he walks out, or he, he rides his bike out. Uh, no one did anything to try to stop him. There was a security guard that just grabbed at the bag, but really didn't do anything. But again, what can you do when the law says that they will not charge people for stealing less than $900 of merchandise, and you can be prosecuted or charged with a crime for trying to stop him? Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to, I mean, nah, I just want to be there. That's just me. I, I wouldn't want to do it. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is, I guess. These, these are what, <laughs> this is what's going on in these cities, folks, in these, in these states. This is what's going, this is what's going on. Um, and like I said, Newsom has done a terrible job. It really is. I mean, he's done a terrible job. But, uh... Caitlyn Jenner, formerly known as Bruce Jenner, she's running for uh, governor. Um, you know, we'll see what she can do. She uh, she might do a lot better job. I mean, even uh, the actor Arnold Schwarzenegger did a pretty good job when he was there, and I didn't think he was going to do a good job, but he did. And he recently just he recently just came out and said that you know the office of the governor was so stressful on his kids did not want him to be governor no more. So. I mean, these are all things that have been happening, folks. And it's it's unbelievably crazy how all this is going on. 
in these cities instead of them focusing on the people instead of them focusing on what matters you know this is what's going on and you know even here in texas in houston uh you know an update on those nurses that went on strike and and you know because of the whole mandated vaccination policy that the hospital had at houston, at houston methodist uh 150 153 uh, hospital staff were either fired or they had to resign because since the judge uh since the judge lynn hughes district u.s district judge lynn hughes uh ruling yeah they um they had to quit or they were fired so i mean like i understand being vaccinated i do i understand that uh help is is very important i get that i really do covid is not a joke um I've had pers- personally, I've had people uh, die from the disease in my own family, and it's like I said, it's not it's not a good thing. Uh, but you know, again, I'm for the people's choice, you know, because that's what this country is about. I don't believe that anyone should be mandated to do anything. I don't I don't believe that you should have to get vaccinated to have a job. I don't think that you should have to get vaccinated to go shopping. I don't think you should have to get vaccinated to go attend a concert, Foo Fighters. I don't think you should have to get vaccinated to do anything. Look, it is your individual choice as a person, as a person in this country, as a United States citizen in this country. It is your individual choice, right? Now, people may want you to do this, but then again, the argument is said for abortion, right? So you can you can do you can have an argument on both sides, my body, my choice. But that's a whole nother topic in general, anyway. But I don't believe that anyone should be forced to get vaccinated or to have something put in their body. One, it's still experimental. This has been said in the U.S. Congress. It's been experimental. Okay, I saw this on C-SPAN where they said that it's still experimental. One, it's experimental because the FDA has only granted emergency uh, authorization use and has not actually been approved. And now you have this other uh, issue that's going on with the vaccine with the, I think it was called mRNA, mRNA, yeah, uh, within the vaccine that is giving kids or giving uh, younger adults heart inflammation problems. So, I mean, again, you pr- listen to your doctors. Don't listen to me. But I'm just, I, my job as a journalist is to just ask questions. And these are the questions that I'm asking. If you have, if the COVID vaccine has not been officially approved, right, and has not been thoroughly tested because I don't you know they're testing it right now so but why would I want to put that in my body if I don't even know the long-term effects because we don't we don't know the long-term effects of the COVID-19 vaccine now again I get people that take the vaccine I get people that understand I get people that have taken the vaccine I get it and I understand people that want to take it I, I understand that completely and that's great for you but it's not for everybody it's not for everybody it's not everybody's different you know, and not everybody believes in the big pharma. Not everybody believes in the pharmaceutical companies that are doing these things. Not everybody believes the government when it comes to these things. Again, for me, eventually I might take it after I see the long-term effects, after I see everything that's been done with it. And it just depends on, on the situation then. 
But for now, I don't plan on taking it at all. And in the state of Texas, you cannot be forced to take it, at least, you know, in my position or whatever. You cannot. Other than what the judge ruled for the hospitals, which it does set a uh, dangerous precedent. So, uh, and I'm going to talk to a lawyer about that, too, because I want to know more about that. But it's crazy to think that people are going to make you take something that's experimental and no one thinks that that's okay. You know, no one thinks that that's not right. It's not okay. You know, again, as a person that's unvaccinated, I understand why people get vaccinated. I understand why people are vaccinated. Hell, I've been vaccinated for a bunch of other diseases, right? But yet, that doesn't matter. It, it, only, it only seems to matter that I get vaccinated for this disease. I'm not afraid. Personally, I'm not afraid of COVID like that. I'm more afraid of Ebola. You know why? Because when Ebola came to Texas, people were starting to die. They were starting to die a lot faster than people that had COVID. Okay? But that's just, that's my reasoning. That's my, that's my thinking. So I don't believe that people should be forced to take this vaccine. I believe it's a choice that everybody who wants to take it, take it. And those who don't want to take it, don't take it. You know, and for those cities, for those mayors, for those governors, for whoever that are trying to get people to take this damn vaccine, cool, but you don't try to entice people like that or, in you know, do entrapment. You're offering people money. You're doing a lottery. I think it was, in, it was either in Ohio. Yeah, I think it was Ohio that they offered uh, a million-dollar lottery for people to take the COVID vaccine and only one person won. And I'm like, so now I got this. This is what it's come to. This is what it has come to. Offering prizes, money, whatever, so people can get vaccinated. And no one wants to question this. No one wants to say how odd this is. No, I'm sorry. It is odd as hell. I Yes, and I question everything. Uh, you know, I question everything until I can't. And, and until I got my answers, until I got the truth. And I'm sorry, you have all these different places that are trying to provide incentives for people to get uh, get the vaccine. New York, I believe, the mayor, the governor, or the mayor, I think it was the governor, uh, with his sorry behind, and I'll get on him in a minute, uh, with those 15,000 deaths that are on his hands. But he was offering cheeseburgers and I think some money and some other stuff for people to get vaccinated. But... It's crazy because all these, all it, let the people decide. This is what this country is founded on, is freedom of choice for one. So let the people decide, right? And with Governor Cuomo and his crooked brother that works for CNN, you know, there's something to be said about that family. There's something to be said about those two brothers. And there's definitely something, something to be said about the governor of New York, Cuomo, uh, letting 15,000 elderly die. COVID because he was told not to put the sick into these nursing homes but he did and once he did that well the death just kept mounting again uh, it was a big scandal but then you know he found a way around it to get you know the news off of him but no I'm sorry he killed 15,000 people and he knew of the risk he knew that this could happen but he still did it anyway. And no one is talking about that no more. 15,000 lives lost because this guy, this governor, 
decides to do what he wants and he got people killed for it. He should be in jail. At the very least, he shouldn't be governor no more at all. But again, people, the people have to do it. You know, the people have to see it. The people have to want it. And the people in charge of the law, you know, the police officers, the DAs, these attorneys, right? They have to do it. They have to charge. They have to have the balls to do their job. And a lot of don't. A lot of these people don't. You can look in, uh, look at Portland, look at Seattle, right? Portland's uh, entire riot squad police quit just like that because I mean you're letting it one. You're letting all the people that they arrested. They're letting out. The district attorney is not prosecuting anybody. They're just letting them right back on the street. So what does it matter? Why even try to pick them up? And then you, you know, they go and try to arrest a photographer and they beat him. Her, I don't know if it was her or him, but the guy gets arrested. The police officer gets arrested, and because I'm pretty sure, I mean, it's that a photographer was part of Antifa. And for those that don't know, Antifa is, is supposed to be anti-fascist, but they use fascist tactics to get what they want. So who is the real fascist? Just saying. But yeah, all their their whole riot squad quit, and now recently you've seen the Proud Boys and Antifa go at it in the parks. It's probably gonna get a lot worse. I mean, crime is skyrocketing in Portland, and crime is also skyrocketing around Seattle. All these different places, crime has gone up. Hell. Even in the city of Dallas and Houston, uh, where it is ran by Democrats, the crime is skyrocketing. It's going up, and it's it's crazy. It's unbelievable. And you know that's why I am personally I'm glad that uh, the governor of Texas passed the constitutional carry. Uh, it gives law-abiding citizens a better chance of fighting for their lives. Uh, it gives them a better chance of defending themselves and their families. And you know because. Again, yeah, they're, the police are a necessary evil, but you can't just rely on the police all day, every day. I mean, if someone breaks into your house, you call the police. Okay, cool. In the meantime, that robber's still breaking into your house. What are you going to do? You know, yes, you have a few choices. You can wait and get robbed. Uh, you can do something about it as far as, you know, trying to take on the robber, but there's always that risk. So I get people that, that will just not do anything i do understand that because and then you never know what you're gonna do in that moment but i rather people defend themselves because if the more if the more people you have defend themselves with weapons then the less you'll have these criminals come around trying to break in you know they're looking for easy targets for one so you know but yeah these mayors these governors they all gotta be better uh the chicago mayor the Chicago uh, Atlanta mayor from uh, yeah the Atlanta mayor Governor Newsom he's got to do better Governor Cuomo and let's talk about Whitmer <laughs> she's done a terrible job during the COVID so much so that people tried to uh, forcibly oust her now I don't believe in that unless you know you really I don't believe in using violence unless it's absolutely necessary in the last minute and you can't do nothing else then I get it but. You know, vote her out. That's the whole point of being a democracy or a democratic republic. Vote them out. Vote these politicians out. That's what matters. Vote them out. 
and voting someone is actually gonna do something because if I'm not mistaken, even the Flint water is still bad. Uh, and but you don't hear about that no more. Flint, Michigan's water is still trash. It's still garbage. Uh, and someone, you know, they need to do something about that. That is just awful. That's terrible. There's no way that this should be happening in, in an American city. It really shouldn't. Or in a, in a developed world, this should not be happening. To where the water is just gone bad. I don't know, folks. They, they got to do something. Uh, this, this is just terrible, in my opinion. Uh, these governors, these politicians, they got to do something, you know, and now we have Kamala Harris after 91, 90, 91 or 93 days. She's uh, she's finally visiting the border. Uh, she's going to El Paso. Hopefully she just does something about that. And that remains. And you know what? That brings me to this one point about COVID. If COVID was so damn dangerous or if people and I'm not going to say it's dangerous. But if, if people really gave a shit, if these politicians really gave a damn, if Joe Biden, if Kamala Harris, if all these politicians out here, all the Congress people that are saying all these things that you need to get vaccinated and all that, but yet they're allowing thousands upon thousands upon thousands of illegal immigrants into the country, untested, unvaccinated, all of that, right? So they don't really give a damn at all about the illegal immigrants that are just coming over here. Because they're just because folks, they are just releasing them within the population instead of actually actually trying to figure out what's going on. Biden, I believe, a few months ago or maybe a month ago, uh, repealed a Trump order. I think uh, I forgot what it was called, but it's supposed to be allowing like sixty thousand or so illegal immigrants legally in. So. But then the Supreme Court just ruled not too long uh, about no, a few. Yeah, yeah. The Supreme Court just ruled about a few weeks ago that the 400,000 immigrants that were here, illegal immigrants that were here, cannot receive a green card. So, what does that tell you? You gotta come here the right way, come here legally. I mean, there are Hispanic people, there are uh, African people, there are people of all different backgrounds, races, that have come here legally and want other people to come here legally. No skipping the line. And then for my black community, and this black folks, I'm talking to you right now. You, why would you want illegal immigration to skyrocket? Because that hurts you first of all. See, that hurts us as a community. Because one, y'all don't see it, but and this is just a theory of mine, but y'all don't see it. The Democrats are pushing black folks out of the Democratic Party, to where you're not gonna be. You're, the Democrats won't have to count on your vote no more. They won't have to listen to your bitching all all time anymore. But hopefully, you know, Republican black folks see it, conservative black folks see it. Those who have left the Democratic Party, they see it. But the people that continue to vote for Democrats in the black community, they don't see it. I, what, give it five, maybe five more years, black folks gonna be irrelevant in the, in the Democratic Party. And then you're gonna be sitting there with your thumb in your mouth. What happened? What happened? Why aren't they listening to me? Oh, they don't need you no more. They got a different voting block. But, you know, I wish more black folks would see this. And again, it's just a theory. It's, it's just a theory of mine. I believe that this is what is trying to happen. Uh, again and again, illegal immigration hurts the black community. Hell, look at Mississippi. When they arrested all those illegal immigrants at the chicken plants, you know who came and got those jobs? Black folks did. 
and they have to pay them a living wage. They have to pay them a good living wage and benefits. So you don't have to do that with legal immigrants. You can just pay them in cash and they be on their way. But for American citizens, no, you have to have all these different things. You have to have the insurances. You have to have the paperwork, all of that. So black folks, illegal immigration is bad for y'all. Listen to me, understand this. I get it, trust me, I understand. But illegal immigration is is bad for the black community. And you need to understand this. Look it up. Stats prove it. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, there's going to be another show soon. I'm going to put another up. So I'm, I'm going to try to have guests on. Um, but again, people, if your politicians are doing crappy jobs, vote them out. Uh, I saw where I think New York elected to keep Mayor de Blasio, I think he's done a terrible job. I'm not saying that Yang uh, could do better, but he probably could have done better uh, than the Mayor de Blasio. But, you know, again, these are what the people vote for. Hopefully the people don't vote for Mayor Lori Lightfoot again because she's, she's just been terrible. She's been awful. Uh, but, you know, look at these. Look at your politicians, folks. If they're more focused on bathrooms, on the cosmetics of all this stuff instead of focusing on the economy better and helping people better their lives uh you know on what could help you then it's time to vote them out that's what the whole constitution is about that's what uh this democratic republic is about you can vote these people out so i implore everybody who is listening um you know take a look take a research your politicians that are in your area and if they're not doing what you want them to do kick them out vote them out next term you know uh otherwise that's how you get dinosaurs that you got in there in the congress today i mean look at bernie sanders he's been around for such a long time same position nancy pelosi chuck schumer uh you know all these people have been in there for and what have they done? I believe Nancy Pelosi's uh, over San Francisco. And look how shitty San Francisco's become. They have poop patrols in San Francisco. Poop patrols, people. It's not like they're picking up dog shit. No, these are, they're picking up people shit. Excuse my language. They have poop patrols going on. Look it up. Research it. Don't just believe me. Re- do research. Do your research, people. Then that, that's what the American people need to start doing more: is researching. Educate yourself. We're living in an age of information right now. Your phone literally is a computer that you can access pretty much anything in the world with any kind of information you want. Look it up. With that said, thank you for tuning in. This has been the Honest Texan. This has been the Honest Texan podcast. Uh, be on the lookout for another podcast coming up. Uh, again, check out thehonestexan.com. Go subscribe. If you, if you like it, please donate. Uh, thank you for those that have been donating. Uh, without y'all, you know, we can't do what we do here at The Honest Texan. Uh, so, again, check out thehonestexan.com. Y'all have a great day. Thank you and God bless you.